Hey everyone, I'm David Chalian, the CNN Political Director. This is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Thursday, August 11th. As more and more states conduct their primaries and the general election contests are set, we are seeing that democracy itself is very much on the ballot this year. As listeners to this podcast no doubt know, one of the main themes coursing through the Republican Party today and one of the main themes that has animated Republican candidates this cycle seeking in primaries to emerge as the GOP nominee for various offices up and down the ballot has been sort of a Trump fealty test. And and the way that that has been examined is how much these candidates are willing to embrace Donald Trump's lie about the 2020 election, that it was somehow fraudulent, not legitimate, none of which is true, never mind all the court cases that occurred in 2020 and 2021 that dismissed any semblance of the conspiracies that Donald Trump and his allies were trying to put forth. But nonetheless, it became this Republican base rallying cry and has centered itself in a lot of the intra-party debates this primary season uh, on the Republican side. And all of that brings me to recommend to you an absolute must-read piece of journalism on CNN.com by my colleague Daniel Dale. He looked at all the Republican nominees for governor, all the Republican nominees for secretary of state at this point in the primary season. And he has tallied all of them up and looked at all of their words about what they have said about the legitimacy, or in their minds, lack thereof, of the 2020 election. Daniel found that in at least 20 of the 36 gubernatorial races happening this year, the Republican nominee is someone who has either flat out rejected, questioned, or tried to overturn Joe Biden's victory in 2020. And in at least 10 states, The Republican nominee for the job of overseeing future elections, Secretary of State, is someone who has had at least one similar sentiment. Now, that list is likely to get longer as we go through the remaining primary season, and Daniel Dale will update it, so be sure to sort of bookmark that at CNN.com and keep going back to it. The latest example in this trend came from the state of Wisconsin this week. The Wisconsin Republican gubernatorial primary was another sort of proxy fight between the establishment, including former Vice President Pence, and Trump. We've seen this proxy battle play out uh, in a few places. In Georgia, Pence won the battle against Trump when his preferred candidate, the incumbent Brian Kemp, emerged victorious. In Arizona, Trump ended up on top with his preferred candidate, Carrie Lake, emerging with the nomination there. And Trump won again in Wisconsin this week when Tim Michaels, who is a businessman, poured a lot of his own money into this race, defeated the former lieutenant governor of Wisconsin, Rebecca Clayfish. She really did have not just Pence, but so much of the establishment behind her. And yet, Michaels scored a pretty significant victory. And Michaels refused to take off the table throughout the campaign the possibility of looking into decertifying Joe Biden's legitimate 2020 election in Wisconsin, a state he won by just over 20,000 votes. That's what separated him out a little bit from Rebecca Clayfish. I'd like to thank 
President Trump for his support, for his endorsement. It was a tremendous validation of our meteoric rise in this campaign. He knows that we need to have new leadership in Madison. And we see this playing out in battleground state after battleground state. Doug Mastriano, the Republican nominee for governor in Pennsylvania, a fervent election denier. It's also worth noting the Pennsylvania governor nominates the top elections official in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. In Michigan, Tudor Dixon, she's the Republican nominee for governor, and Christina Caramo, she is the Republican nominee for secretary of state. They both falsely claimed that Trump won the state of Michigan in 2020. He did not. Now, Tudor Dixon has been sort of trying to shade some of that language and not lean into that now that it's on to general election season. But all of those words are there for her opponents uh, to make hay of throughout the campaign. And perhaps in one of the more egregious cases here in Arizona, Carrie Lake, who is the Republican gubernatorial nominee there, and Mark Fincham, who won the Secretary of State Republican primary there, full-on conspiracy theorists who very much want to see Biden's win in Arizona from 2020, that legitimate win, overturned. So here we are talking about the very states that are going to decide who the next president of the United States is. And these folks who are on the ballot may be in positions of authority of oversight of the elections, having some role in the elections process or the certification of the vote or signing off on the paperwork to send electors uh, to Congress. These folks are the Republican Party standard bearers for these positions. This is what Liz Cheney, the Republican congresswoman from Wyoming, is talking about when she recently said that her party is, quote unquote, sick. She's next up in this battle because on Tuesday in Wyoming, Cheney's in the fight for her political life. She is facing a Trump back challenger in Harriet Hageman. And the whole notion of Donald Trump's election lie has been the centerpiece of this race because of Liz Cheney's work on the January 6th committee uh, and because she sees it as her mission now in public life to ensure Donald Trump does not get anywhere near the Oval Office again. Here you can hear the sort of arguments that Wyoming Republicans are hearing as they prepare to cast their ballots next week. Here is a campaign ad from Harriet Hageman. Liz Cheney, she's made her time in Congress and this election all about her. Well, it's not about her. It's about you. Wyoming deserves a voice in Congress to fight for our values, our way of life. And here is Liz Cheney's closing argument in a video she released today. As election day nears, I want to talk to citizens across our great state and all across our country. America cannot remain free if we abandon the truth. The lie that the 2020 presidential election was stolen is insidious. It preys on those who love their country. It is a door Donald Trump opened to manipulate Americans to abandon their principles. No matter how long we must fight, this is a battle we will win. To call this trend troubling is a bit of an understatement. But it is something we will continue to watch and cover all election season long. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.